Well, my next guest is Frances Bula, urban affairs contributor for The Globe and Mail. And in a recent article, she wrote, the last time Vancouver tried to tackle its housing problems with a comprehensive plan almost 30 years ago, nothing much changed in the vast swaths of land dedicated to detached homes on large grassy lots. Good morning, Frances. Good morning. And now we're looking at something different, aren't we? What does the new plan suggest? So uh, sort of, and this is uh, just to emphasize, it's not like the Broadway plan that we all just went through where it was sort of a block by block. Here's how tall everything is on your block. This is a more general plan. More comprehensive. What it envisions envisions is, um, uh, you know, a a big municipal town centre at Oak Ridge. So, you know, whatever's being built on the actual Oak Ridge Mall site will be surrounded by many other uh, blocks of buildings um, that are taller, that's going to create kind of a very dense hub there. And then in various neighbourhoods with commercial streets, and I'm sure we can all think of them, like my favourite is around 49th and Fraser, Trudicana, yay. Um, (laughs) Uh, but, you know, there's many others and having sort of clusters of mid-rise buildings around them, a bit like Carisdale, you know, Carisdale's an old tram suburb uh, or, you know, it was on a tram line. And so it developed a bit of density that you don't necessarily see in Dunbar or yeah. you know, out on West 10th or, uh, you know, some of the shopping areas, say Victoria Victoria and 33rd to 41st. So So clusters of mid-rise around there. Uh, more density around, uh, a bit more, you know, probably mid-rise around, um, big transit routes. Uh, and then, um, in what would normally have been called single family zoning, they ca- they're calling it multiplex. So you can do everything up to like six units on a lot and maybe even a small apartment building, which, you know, given the size of some single family houses these days, a small apartment building wouldn't be that much bigger. So. So that's the sort of overall concept. Okay. You know, right away, I start thinking about who would oppose this. <laughs> now, you mentioned clusters of mid-rise, which don't seem to, to threaten people as much as high-rises do. Um, but also those hubs around transit routes. How, how do you think popularity of this plan will go? You know, it's hard to say because there's some very vocal people who seem to be opposed to, you know, a lot of things the city is doing these days. Vancouver and more choices. Like one of the things the Vancouver plan identifies, for example, is that an area like Dunbar has, I'll let you guess, what percentage of purpose-built rental housing yeah yeah so you know there's some basement suites there and some some houses that are rented out so you know we have choices of housing are very um uh, they're not evenly spread out across the city but you know i think with the vancouver plan there's some opposition to it now but because it's so general it's not as acute as with the broadway plan but i think as it gets down to implementation if the implementation is done uh, you know, where you can really connect with neighborhoods. I think it could go better than some people think. But um, if it's done insensitively, then you're going to get more opposition for sure. Yeah, you did write that the Vancouver plan has some people worried that it's going to be too top down. 
Yeah, and that's a criticism that we hear a lot today from people who are opposing either the Broadway plan or individual projects. Um, they're, you know, they say that they've had no chance for real community engagement, um, that it is top down. Um, I have to say there's, you know, it's hard to, for me to assess that um, because there is sort of an antagonism that's developed right now because there's so many plans, so many projects going on in Vancouver. There's Sanok, the, the Squamish development near yeah. the Burrard Bridge, the Jericho lands, the Heatherlands, the development um, by a, a, a real estate um, trust at um, the uh, Safeway site at Commercial and Broadway. So, you know, it's just like people have a burr under their saddle uh, these days because there's so much going on. Yeah, one thing that I wonder about with the Vancouver plan is what about small businesses? When I talk about small businesses, I mean tiny businesses. I have friends that will visit from elsewhere, from other cities, uh, other North American cities, and they always ask me, where's your boat? Like, where's your local? Like, what's the bodega here? Or, you know, where's the little mom corner shop or tiny restaurant in, in a yeah. residential neighborhood? And I say, ah, we don't really have those anymore. <laughs> Um, that does exist in some areas. Like I'd say, again, 49th and Fraser is yeah, a that. great area for yeah. that. Um, there are some. Um, one of, you know, ironically, it's the last city plan that has made it really hard for local businesses because the last city plan, um, they really tried to avoid bothering the residents, uh -huh. uh, you know, in the single family areas. So one of the options was to pile density onto the commercial streets. So, you know, what we see very commonly now is a new building that's like th three or four stories of apartments over retail, particularly along 4th and some parts of Broadway and right. Victoria, I think. That is a result of the last plan from 30 years ago. Oh, so, interesting. Yeah, because that was an easy place to go. No one objected to it too much. But the problem is it puts a lot of pressure on those streets because then that means they're constantly being redeveloped in those small local stores um, that can do well when they're renting for very little money in some decrepit, you know, one-story place that's falling down, um, the rent becomes much higher when that building, you know, when that lot gets redeveloped. So I know that they do want to protect local businesses and your question is really good. Um, one of the, one of the things they said is if we can take some pressure off of those commercial streets, um, that will help. And in certain areas like the West End on Davie street, yeah. for example, um, there was no development, you know, big development allowed on the commercial street to kind of protect those um, those sh little shops along Davie. Interesting. And um, in the Broadway plan as well, they said not a lot of density going to be allowed in the what they called the villages. So like Main Street, Camby and Granville that have, you know, those nice little commercial strips where it's usually only it's between one and four stories. So fascinating, Francis. I really could talk to you about this stuff for a long time. I know, but I gotta and like... I, obviously yeah, I could too, so I, I have to learn to <laughs> shut up with my friends. So, so we'll, we'll do it again sometime. Thanks again for yeah. your time this morning. Thank you. Okay.